You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking like children, America! I want to build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a leper? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I think the way! This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindlin. Let's go, you bitch. Let's go. What are we doing? Uh, let's make this very current. Current news. Because this, this is going up this week. Current news, yeah. Yeah, it'll go up this week. When everybody... So everybody, to let you behind the curtain, I'm going for like two months just being a little party boy. What, in LA? Uh, I'm going to San Diego for 10 days, tour for a month, and then Cambodia. God, oh, right. You're going to Cambodia. I'm in Cambodia. Right. Starting my Epstein cult. Gary Glitter mode. Yeah. Mm. Full molester. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. You know how hard that's going to be what? when I come back and people are like, mm. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. How was that? Yeah. You know I mean, like, I'm going to have to take photos of me with like grown women every day just to, be, <laughs> just to be like, guys, 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 there's plenty of reasons to go to Southeast Asia. It's not just that other thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're not buying it, huh? I'm not buying it. <laughs> Epstein That's Island. That's what I'm saying. It's already a problem. It's been renamed Ep- Epstein Stan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, welcome to Worst Possible Timeline. Welcome. Uh, I'm Patrick. I'm Eric. And let's talk a little news. This is a little early, though, because our schedule's all fucked up. We had the Christmas holiday. Now we got uh, New Year. Yes. Oh, let's do a little shout out to a sponsor. So, here's the deal, everybody. Because this is falling after the New Year, is that right? When is, when is the this New is Year? It's falling in 2020. Okay. It's the new, it's not the New Year, it's the new decade. New drop, yeah. Oh, we should really do, you know what? Episode soon. The corniest shit of, of the decade. Of the decade. Oh. That's going to take some research, but I bet we can think some stuff up. A, a 10 years of C. Oh God! <laughs> All right, so, I might, we have to might have to rely on our, our listeners for that. You might yeah, have to submit not just things that happened this year, although it might, I don't know. Only because it feels current. I don't know. What do you think was the most C year of twenty of the of of the twenty tens? Maybe twenty four. 
18? Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to say... 2019 feels pretty fucking C. I think 2017 was the worst year imaginable. Really? I think that people were... So it was the, it was the woke thing was going to die, and then Trump shows up. Right. So now you're fucking corny ass Facebook aunt is now part of the resistance and you have this terrible melding of the minds between woke millennials and fucking liberal boomers and it was so gross like and then on the other side you've got just like these like young Ben Shapiro sort of like post alt-right types you know yeah, what I mean because yeah. the alt-right was over and but you got this post alt-right thing which is like like going for an acceptability, going for a type of uh, mainstream appeal. So you have the worst. It was a stew of the worst living human beings. It might have been. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I don't really remember that well. I, I just remember uh, 2014 being like the. That was the year shit was started to really pop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I would call that peak. A confused woke. People were afraid to call someone a bitch. Yes, remember that? Yeah. You bitch a slur. Yeah. You know, you corny fox. <laughs> so corny. It's really, yeah. So, but 29, I mean, I will say 2018, 2019 is when like the brands got wise to it. You know yes. what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. When brands become woke. Yes. That was like, oh, this that's is. How you, that's how you know shit is fake. When, well, yeah. When Crest is trying to sell, like, for anybody that believed in any of the things that you were saying, congratulations. I, I'm happy that you got to experience a, a human thing. Uh, but once you see that Walt Disney is serving you gay, but then taking it out for Malaysia, <laughs> yeah, you must realize at this point that nobody actually gives a fuck. Everything I'm, is money, you fuck. I'm glad you brought up Star Wars. Because oh, I, are you? I saw it. Oh, good. Well, hold on. Let's do our sponsorship. All right, we'll do the sponsorship first. Okay, so everybody, we don't know if this uh, if this code still applies, but I urge you to try it. If you're late to the uh, gift giving game, uh, if you if you're uh, it's if you're in it's on its way, guy. Yes, like i.e., you've got a drug problem, and right. you, you you have to wait for uh, you know a guy owes you money, and that's the only. This is this was my life. You remember when I was struggling to make rent? So. Okay, everybody, now we're going to get personal. I was very sad when my relationship dissolved. I really liked Amelia, yes, right? Yes, yes. But if there was any benefit, it's that I was very poor. And now I do things like buy myself expensive jewelry. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like I go on trips all the time. Yeah, yeah. You bought, you bought, the, fur, you bought the, the Furby necklace from yeah, Uncut got, Gems. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Actually, the rapper Casanova yeah. got a diamond-encrusted Planet of the Apes uh, Caesar on a horse. That's cool. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> like, I want it so bad. Uh, so, anyway, point is, uh, I, I struggled for so long financially. Uh, I mean, I still technically am, but I have fewer bills. So, uh, it's painful and embarrassing period where you have to tell people, hey, sorry I'm late with your gift. A guy owes me money. I'll, be, uh, I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, but no, that's where sense. I was at, and that's where a lot of you are at because you're fucking natural born bums. Right, right, right. So and now, now you you were, and it's on its way, guy. And now you're uh, shit. It must have it must have got lost in the mail. Yeah. Now I don't pay for things because I don't want to. Right. Before right. it was because I couldn't. Right. But if you are somebody that wants to do right by your family, wants to do right by the people in the office, wants to do right by the people you care about, uh, on the assembly line at your fucking miserable fucking machine smith job, whatever it is. Uh, 
then go to the Urban Cabin Soap Company. Yes. And you should try the promo code. It's probably still in action. Yeah, you know, probably. Give it a go. Yeah, give, give it, it a it try. It was for the holiday season, but I'm willing to bet it's still going. And that's WPT... 69. 69. Yes. And... Uh, We're, the letter's WPT, and then the number's 69. Yes. Uh, like our favorite rapper. Takashi. Yes. He got, he got... He's in jail. He did. He got slammed with that two years. Fucking judge, man. Yo, they're... Ugh, I got nothing, I, <laughs> we got nothing positive uh, to say about uh, the legal system. Yeah, we'll nothing. hold off for now. So... Um, go do that. Go get that soap. Go I, get go get that uh, uh, shaving cream. I just finished the my snow globe. Of course you did. I finished. It's done. Of course you did. It 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 melted away. Yes, but into my skin. Yes, and it's looking better for it. I take it to the YMCA. Yeah, <laughs> and I what do. is everybody? Everyone's like, "Damn, look at that soap." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, well so as I'm sudsing up and the other guys are coming in the shower, like yeah. in my stall to, yeah. to be intimate with me, they're like, they're like they smell my shoulder yeah. as they start kissing me, and they say, "What is that? What is that delicious?" And then they start licking my shoulder. This mm-hmm. is my fantasy, everybody. This hasn't happened yet. So far, it's just old Armenians. But uh, eventually, it'll be. I'll have my first uh, gay experience in the YMCA shower. Thanks to Urban Cabin Soap Company. Exactly. Uh, everybody, go give it a go. Yeah, I'm uh, on the and, lemongrass now. Oh, is that right? It's nice. I'm. I want to do the like poppy sandwich, whatever that is. <laughs> what yeah, is well, I, yeah. I think the lemon one is lemon pop. Oh, it, it is. might be lemon pop. That's yeah. right. That's the one I like. So, are you using all that? So, I used a snow globe. I then used a timber. I then went through the second snow Holy globe, fuck. and now I'm on to lemon. It's too much soap, man. I'm on the same same bar of soap. That's unreal. Same bar. Of soap. You've had it for like two months. Am I having my bag right now? Same that's, bar of soap. That's crazy because, okay, so I'm willing to acknowledge that I go through soap very quickly. But you're not going through it quickly enough. I mean, I wash my body. Two months? Two months. That's, that's and, and I would say it's only halfway done. That's crazy. It's not It's not like it's hard to care. It's like a still a block. But anyway, y'all been popping it because I see I see Urban Cabin and they're doing well. Yeah, so th- the, the, the promo code's been working out. So thank so you. So thank you to our listeners. Thank you to Urban Cabin Soap Company. Uh, hope to get you again for another holiday. Uh, it, it was fun to have you as a sponsor. Yes. Now let's get into the shits. What, what more Jewish people murdered? More uh, Star Wars? Did this? Oh, did, Star Wars! Right. Did the Wookiees kill the Jews? No. But uh, there was a gay kiss that was edited out for Malaysia. So I I saw it. Oh, I, ha- yeah. I happened with to catch eye. it. Okay. It was, it was like it, literally, it was one second. Yo, how late are they on a gay kiss? But like, it was so non-committal. But it's just so late. Nobody cares about gay shit anymore. It, it's well, yeah. I mean, the the people that want Star Wars characters to be gay really bad. It's so strange. It's like the only media property that's like this. People on the internet that are like, we need gay Star Wars. Like they need it. Yeah. But then they got it. And admittingly, they got it in they a very... They didn't get it. Yeah, they got two extras. But like, that's the most <laughs> that they can do. Listen, people. Count. These movies got to be sold to China. Yeah. And as we discussed, homosexuality is a Western decadent fantasy. Yes. Yeah, it exists nowhere else. <laughs> it's, yes. Other places can't handle it. Yes. So, so it's just... It's really... It's like Iran, which says there is not a single gay person in Iran. Yes. So... It's just, it's a tall order, my friends. I know it seems like it shouldn't be in 2019, 2020, whatever year it is, but it's just that little blip that got edited out for for China is the most you're going to get. Yeah. And uh, for, so this to me was gross and a sign of uh, 
is, is sort of the pandering that takes place in the United States, but it all, but it also is not so big a deal because for anybody paying attention, this is the way of things. Like they'll edit out like, Oh, is there a ghost in this movie? Is it a major plot point? Rough because China doesn't want fuck with ghosts. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's all sorts of idiotic editing that, that goes into these films that play big overseas. That's true. So, uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was obviously bad. I think that, you know, did you see the movie? I think Malaysia should get woke. Did you see the movie? Uh, no, I did not see the movie. It was not as bad as everyone said it was, you see, that's but it wasn't good. That's unfortunate that you are such a member of the shill media. <laughs> I saw it. Uh, so check this out, everybody. Uh, Eric, who has this big talk, like, ooh, I'm, you know, I'm not a corporate shill. I'm, no, you know, I'm definitely not in, the, in on the take from Disney. Yeah, okay. For, you say that shit, and then I definitely see, not. And then, yeah, and then I see definitely you, didn't get a free copy of uh, the new Star Wars game. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the, no, I you, didn't. You do this bullshit. Where I paid fifty dollars for it. Where you say you're not a corporate shill, <laughs> but then you say you leave the Star Wars movie and you go, you know what? Wasn't that bad? And then I see immediately afterwards it prompted you to buy a Star Wars video game. I did. There's no way a AAA release. Yeah, yeah. The only people buying AAA releases EA. right now, yeah. are people that like <laughs> are angry at Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. That's the people that buy AAA releases. Mm. That's it. <laughs> Those people don't exist That's anymore. It. That's no one, it. No one's mad at Colin. Tri- AAA is like... So I fell down a hole this past week. Uh-oh. Because I became a gamer. Yeah. So Wait, did you get a Switch? I did not get a Switch. Get a Switch! But I got this new computer, so I was like, you know what? I wonder if I can play games on this new computer. Which, can you? To yeah. everybody... Uh, that's a v- profoundly stupid question. Obviously, I can. Well, but, but for me, I was like, eh, I don't know. You know, it's been a while since I've had a computer. I'm like, like when I got my shitty Mac to play Doom, I was like excited. You know what I mean? I Dude, like, I have Doom and Doom 2 on my Switch. Yeah. It's great. Oh, it's great. But point is, everybody, uh, I got a game called The Eternal Castle, which I thought was fucking awesome. That sounds cool. Um, it tries to be like a CGA era game. It, so it's a gimmick. There's a total gimmick to it, it, like which I never appreciate a gimmick. What it is is it's pretending to be a remaster of an earlier game, and it's it's like you know we just tried to bring back this forgotten classic. Yeah, never existed. But uh, it, I, I need the Switch to have more DOS games. Yeah, look, you need to get out of this fucking AAA bubble. Mm. The, you've been grifted, my G. You know what? For the first time, I felt grifted because the Star Wars game is. It's just Far Cry 5? No, it's not even that. It's mm. like a rail fighter. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it, But like the graphics, like it was, to, it's a total like marketing gimmick because the graphics are great. The game looks beautiful, but it, the, it's kind of boring. It's just very pallid to me. Yeah. The, like the actual gameplay parts. But you still, uh, the altar to Walt Disney that you have yes, in, yes. In, in, in your bedroom, you still prayed to it. Of and, course. And offered it. Uh, uh, tidings. I jack off on it every night. <laughs> every night I do it. So, um, so then I played a game. Yeah, I'm, I just I, so I beat the Eternal Castle. Okay, everybody, I recommend it. It's Is that a, on Switch? Uh, I believe it might be. Yeah, I might get it. Then. Uh, I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> and then I played a game that some people put up for Indie Game of the Year called uh, Katana Zero. Yeah. Sucked a fucking cock. Yeah. Made me so mad. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about this for a second, Eric. This is the only time that I'll acknowledge your AAA... Uh, Katana Zero. So, Katana Zero. Yeah. Do you remember Hotline Miami? Yes. Really fun game. But here's the deal. 
the gameplay in that was fun. The story is intentionally obtuse, intentionally trying to be weird. Yeah. Uh, oh, is it a dream? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Katana Zero, I think, might be the same developers. It does that in a game that doesn't need it at all, and weigh, it weighs it down. So, like, imagine a story in a game. Like, imagine, you remember Contra from back in the day, right? Sure. Imagine playing Contra and it was story heavy. Yeah, you don't need that. You're like, well, yo, no why are you breaking that. those? And then the story is like, but is it real? Is it all a dream? Are you rewinding history? Yo, I don't need my action heavy idiocy to have this air of pretension about it. No, no one needs that. It made me so mad. I was yeah. playing and thinking like, yo, this makes me want to smash my computer. How but, is this a game a year? So what were you going to say about AAA games? Oh, I was you were being, say, you were about to be charitable. I was. I was going to say that uh, So even though their stories are often bad, uh, often trope filled and goofy. Yes. It's typically not an afterthought, just meant to be wacky, and that's what this was. What, where, do, you, what do you mean by that? Like okay, like in that Star Wars game. Yeah. Undoubtedly, they developed the mechanics of the game before they developed the story, but the story is significant enough part of it that yeah. that. It's like annoyingly so. Yeah, well. Like, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> let me just hack that. Also, I don't like the way that the, the main character looks. Why? Uh, well, you're a bigot. <laughs> no, he's a white guy. Yeah, but he's gay. Oh, uh, he might be. Yeah, no, I think he is. Maybe they could do that. No, they can't because they got to sell those to China too. They got to sell them to China. The games. Um, no, he's. No ghost. He's like, I guess he's like a. I don't know. He's supposed to be young. Like I guess he's like eighteen or nineteen or something. Like I don't. And you hate youth now. Get these fucking children now? away from me. Wow. Get this chilled child bullshit. I can't identify with an eighteen year old. Yo, with good skin <laughs> and like a fit body. Fuck you. He's like, I'm a poor scrapper. Like, no, you're a male model. Like, fuck you. Yeah, and you're blessed to have your youth and health. Exactly. Your gallbladder's falling out of your asshole. Falling right out of my asshole. I'm you, shitting out you, gallstones. You can't relate to this kid. No, this fuck kid, him. This kid has had like multiple sexual partners this year. And he's like, I have the force. Yeah, you I'm a the, Padawan. You don't, you don't fuck have the you. force. No, I don't have the force. <laughs> you fucking asshole. This is really the politics of resentment are just dripping into your games. I don't like I don't like this. Well, I've only played like one mission so far. Okay. I, maybe I need to give it a little bit more of a chance. And I got it because it was on sale. But yeah, the, the AAA titles have betrayed me this time. I don't know. I'm not crazy about it. Chill. Yeah, you got. You, but the movie. Can we talk about the movie? Yeah, please. Um, nah. it didn't like. It didn't. Well, so I was expecting Batman vs Superman levels bad. Okay, it wasn't that because Batman vs Superman was like bad and like so incredibly self serious. Yeah, and like heavy. Yeah, that it that to me is is worse. Well, and it like tried to be intelligent. You know. So. Attempting to be deep, heavy, meaningful, and being a complete joke is the essence of C. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's what it is. This, because if you can laugh at yourself, yeah, no big deal. This Star Wars movie, there was like 20,000 scenes, and I swear to you, none of them were over three minutes. Every scene was the long three minutes even feels long saying that right now. <laughs> That's what I heard about it, which yeah. is a funny idea. It was like it was, it was a super cut. It was a super cut of vines. <laughs> it was the Vine Star Wars movie. That's sick. It was they introduced characters. First of all, this is the third installment of a trilogy. And they introduced new characters and then resolved their arc in the next scene. It was crazy. <laughs> 
it was crazy to because like you know that like this it's obviously a very Star Wars trope, but it's been used a million times over where like you'll meet a character and they'll interact with a more familiar character and be like, I hate you. You robbed me, you son of a bitch. Like yeah, I'm yeah. I've been looking for you. Yeah, sure. And then the next scene they were like, You should come with me. You should come with me and run away because I love you. It's like, what? You just had a gun to their head. So, so here's what little I know about the movie. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh huh. Well, you got these new characters Ray, Poe, Finn. Who the fuck is Ben, by the way? That's Kylo Ren. Oh, okay. Yeah. That well, was. Then why can't they just. All these reviews are like, they betrayed Ben. And I'm like, who the fuck is Ben? <laughs> I, 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 like all these reviews, I was like, I don't know who Ben is, dude. I was like, is Ben a new character? Is no, ben- no. Ky- so before Kylo Ren was evil, he was Ben Skywalker, named after Ben Kenobi. Kenobi sure. Which I thought in the original films was just an alias. His real name's Obi-Wan. Yes. He called himself Ben so no one knew who he was. Yeah, so he could blend with the locals. So why would you name someone after their alias? I mean... Unless I'm wrong... Who cares? It's fucking Star Wars. Would, you, would you name uh, your son DMX or like, <laughs> or like Deontay? You know what I mean? Definitely DMX. Sure, but Ben is not that... Ben is not DMX. No. DMX not, is a cool name. Cool, yeah. Yeah. Obi-Wan's way cooler. Yeah. So, oh shit, how many kids named Obi-Wan in the United States? <laughs> I'm saying at least 700. Probably, probably more than that. So... How many kids named Kalesi? Oh, God. You're gonna have to interact with adults named Kalesi in a few. I'll years. be dead. I'll be dead. You think so? Yeah. Well, I'll be hopefully dead. the world will be knee deep in the water wars. Yeah. So I'll be like, dead. Uh, well, I'll be, at least be at the point where nobody born at a, 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 in the last eight years would want to interact with me. Do you think Kalesi will be working for, you know, uh, Super Ice uh, Gestapo Detention Service? Yes. Or do you think they'll be like resistance leader, which oh, means no. they'll have a popular Twitter account? No, they'll be part of the Amazon Gestapo. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the yeah. The, the, uh, the Bezo Stasi. Um, so, <laughs> so okay. Let's let's go back. Uh, Star Wars. He, Star Wars. Here's the issue. Yeah. Okay, so you got these new characters. Yes. I think that in, that ham ham fistedly forcing these old characters into these movies makes them irrelevant and stupid. The movies, not the characters. So what I mean is... Well, it proves that the new shit can't stand on its that, own. That, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's... All right. To, to all the executives listening, here's what it is, fam. You can't half give people what they want. So, for example, if you are going to commit to the bit, give us a new Star Wars, fans are either going to ride with that or they're not. But when you have a new Star Wars... And you're like, oh, but check it out. Obi-Wan is available via force telephone. Yeah, yeah. What you're doing is you're showing the fan the thing that he actually wants and still not giving it to him. Yeah. It's a dick tease and it just makes fans insanely mad. Yeah. So like, this was, just commit to the bit. Give us these new characters. Like, uh, Rogue One, I stand by Rogue One. I didn't like it. I stand by it because yeah. at least I'm not seeing like I'm not drowning in these old characters. What? They got they had a fucking full like no, no, no. jack off scene with 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 what's his name Darth Vader killing people. Yeah, that's fine. But, but uh, <laughs> why is that okay? That's fine. You just give me a little. That's fan service nonsense. What I'm saying is j- like I don't need all of that. Like don't mix my leads, generations leads. Okay, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that would be like. Uh, it, like it, I don't even know. Like uh, one of these shows that gets rebooted and then insists on having like the old one, people come back for a cameo or Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, yo, keep 
get off Rick Moranis's dick, yo. Yeah. Leave the man alone. Yeah. Just make your own new Ghostbusters. Yeah. So anyway, point is, I heard that they bring back spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler alert, everybody. Who I heard. I, I, yeah. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. I heard that they bring back uh, Palpatine. Yes. Yo, Palpatine hasn't been in the last two movies. No. So, what if you're a kid? And you've all you've been excited about the last two movies. You'd have to be a kid. Yeah. Well, I don't even know. No, kids are not excited. But no. like, let's just say, let's just say that you got like there were some kids in the theater with me. Yeah, but they were bored. They probably were bored. They were on their switch. I heard the kids asking like, "Who? What, I don't know. Is That's he dead saying. now?" No, and then they're not. Check dead. it out. Yeah. If you introduce in the third movie of a trilogy, yeah, the villain, a, a new villain. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's a new the, villain that's actually an old villain. Yes. Yeah. That's so goofy. Well, here's the thing. I think the second movie of this trilogy really fucked them up. Yeah, no. That, well, I heard that this Which shit- I have a newfound respect for. Because that movie, by all accounts, sucked a dick. A dick. However, thematically, it at least tried something different. It said, like, the theme of the movie is basically, like, none of this shit matters. Luke Skywalker is- Luke Skywalker's- Laser sword is stupid. Don't yeah, pay attention. He's tired. The force is dumb. Jedi's are dumb. Ray isn't doesn't have a secret lineage. She's a nobody. All this shit is stupid. Like, who cares? Like, you should just care about actual people. That was like the theme of the, the movie. People hate that. But like, here's the thing: it at least tried something new. Yes. And Disney fucking hated that. And now this new movie was a complete retcon. Release the Tico cut. <laughs> but yeah, they cut her ass out of the fucking whole movie. Here's the deal, though. I saw people being like so disgusting yeah. that, that they kowtowed to fanboy, toxic fanboys. That's not what happened. No. Nobody, if they wanted to kowtow to toxic fanboys, they wouldn't make this movie. You know what I mean? It wasn't like uh, like cutting, Ro- what do you, people think Rose was the problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was, I'm not, I don't, I didn't see the fucking picture. I don't know if she like, did it feel like there was a story to tell with her that wasn't getting told or did it feel like, Oh, it's a little weird that they introduced this character and then completely ignore them for the entire duration of this massive motion well, picture. Yeah, they introduced her as like one of the mains, you know, love interests in, in the second one. Second one. Yeah. But the second one is ass. The second one was ass. So what? But the, there was, so there's a scene where like, she's like, let me come with you. And he's just like, no respect. Yeah. Respect. Why can't we respect the fact that Finn was not fucking feeling it? Also, what if I just put my hand in her face and was like, you're bringing down the box office? You know what I mean? Like, get, get, get out of here. Uh, what about uh, Benicio Del Toro? Oh, yeah. He was in the second one. Was he in this one? Uh, no. So he got zero minutes? Yeah, he got zero minutes. A man of color? Is he? Yeah, he is of color, yeah. I don't know. Is he? Yeah. Del Toro? Yeah. I assume he's Hispanic of some stripe. No, I think he's a white Spaniard. White Spaniard? Whatever. Well, whatever. Let, let, let's say that he's uh, Bolivian. He, <laughs> yeah, he's, sure. So fuck it. Whatever. Benicio Del Toro, a man of color? Yeah. Wasn't in the movie at all? I didn't see anyone complain about that. They reduced his move minutes to zero? Yeah. Is that for the fanboys? Yeah, I guess so. Yo, everybody. It was for the white supremacist Star Yo, Wars fans. Oh, no. <laughs> all the white supremacists. Here's the thing. I, like I said, the movie was not... Obviously, by any standard, not good, but like my expectations were in the dirt. Yeah. So I didn't have a totally bad time. I hate this take. <laughs> I hate it. It's so, it's so neutered. I feel like it, it is. It, I feel like Disney is fucking flowing through your veins right now. I cut you and Goofy falls out. The, the what do you call it? The Emperor? Yeah, Palpatine. 
not bad. Pretty like well, like the art direction and stuff was pretty fucking cool. I heard he looks like uh, the robot that came with the original Nintendo. The, what? Do you remember? The- oh yeah, yeah, Rob. Yeah, Robbie. Um, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. It was that I was exp- because like all right. So when the trailer came out and you you know that Palpatine is going to be involved somehow. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> yeah. My eyes rolled across the fucking room. Yes. I was like, Jesus, this is this this fucking franchise is on life support. And then you said, I better go out and buy a sixty dollar triple A franchise game. Yeah. And pay seventeen dollars to see it in a theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Emperor was probably one of the coolest parts of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I saw a lot of criticism that the film made no sense. Did that part bother you? Um, Here's look, a question. Should a movie make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, obviously, it really... Like, look, these movies, you know, everything is very... Everything that happens is very convenient, yes. right? But, like... So, like, when a spaceship crash, like, oh, no, the Millennium Falcon's going down. I don't actually expect any of them to die, oh, right? Okay. Because it's not going to take a risk like that. Sure. Even though, like, by all, you know, by all rationality, if a fucking spaceship crashes, everyone on board should be dead. Yeah, well, you would think. So I'm willing to, like, suspend that disbelief. Like, they're going to crawl out and be fine. However, you shouldn't be able to breathe in space. Oh. Like, the scene where they're, like, they release, like, a horse army onto a Star Destroyer. Oh, yeah, how'd that And work? no one's wearing spacesuit. Wait, how'd that work? I don't know. But the movie, the genius behind the movie is that it moves so, so quick, quick yeah. that you can't you can't actually be like wait a second I because say, it just keeps moving i say this all the time about those stupid fucking nolan batman movies whenever there's a part that he knows doesn't make sense you can now that i'm gonna tell you everybody everybody if you love those movies don't listen to what i'm gonna say next oh because they ruin it oh if you watch those movies and you keep it in mind that every time something doesn't make sense he moves the camera around so you don't pay attention at all to what is being said, then you will realize, oh, this is a very, very poorly written movie. For example, the scene in Dark Knight Returns where it's him and Commissioner Gordon on a rooftop. Yeah. Or Dark Knight, which Dark Knight? Rises. Rises. Yeah. Um, and it there's a full 360 camera... Uh, it, it, it just dollies around them the whole time, like just sp- spins around them so unnecessarily because it knows that you are stupid and that you're not going to tolerate a conversation between two adults that doesn't make any sense. So it just, this camera just circles around them. I remember that. I remember the camera circling, but not for that scene. I, I can't remember if it was Rises or, no, it must have been Dark Knight where like him and Lucius are on like the Bat computer. And that it does that like full like camera rotation yeah. thing. Everybody watch it with that in mind that like you're being treated like an idiot child. I'm not mad at that effect, but like I I don't remember what was being said. In no, that of scene. course you don't. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I'd have to watch those movies again, but I don't really want to. The problem with those movies is that they take themselves so seriously, yes. but it's also like a comic book universe where you're kind of supposed to, I don't know, like Can if. I- if you want me to care about Harvey Dent in a comic book world where like a city is like being destroyed by like incredibly cartoony villains like the Riddler, like okay, but in a real world, I do you know who's do you know who the district attorney of New York City is? Oh yeah, I've said this a million times. Nobody no nobody gets this invested in a district attorney. But like in a comic book world, I'm willing to like okay, fine, but not yeah, not in a real world, which is the movie's like confused. Like I don't know what what it is. Uh. Did you have any problem with all those ships 
being in the ice in this movie. Yeah, because who, who built them? Who, Who's manning them? Yeah, who's manning them is the bigger question. I'm willing to, I'm again, willing to suspend my disbelief. Okay, Palpatine used his dark, evil Sith magic to create like an, uh, like a fleet of, of horrible machines. Really? But like who's, yeah, who's flying them? Is it like undead, you know, like weird things? those are complicated things? devices, right? So look, I'm not trying to be like. But like, no, I, I know. Go, I'm if, not, it would have been cool. They could have just completely written around that and being like, it's manned by the undead or something like sure. that. Sure. That would have been sick. So check it out. I'm not trying to be that dude that holds Star Wars to uh the, like the level of like this isn't uh, the trial of Star Wars where where I need everything every statement ever made to be in order and otherwise the, they're they're up for a capital crime. I'm not saying any shit like that, but I also think that saying like the tweets that I saw that were like, "What's the big deal? It's just it's a ki- it's a kids movie about space wizards. Who cares if it makes sense?" I think that person should. I'm not kidding. I think that person should die. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's. I'm not kidding. I know that I say extreme shit on this shit sometimes. I mean that from my heart. The person that said that has no mind. There's no brain inside their head. It also like it to presume that kids don't care if the thing they're That's watching makes I'm sense saying. like is kind of outrageous. If I remember being a kid and wa- if something I watched like didn't make any fucking sense. I felt insulted. What yeah. is idiocy? I saw the prequels. Yes. Yeah. So I think that that's like an embarrassing take is like just turn your brain off and you'll enjoy it. Like look, there are movies fully that because of the accomplishment of they manage their tone, they can do that. Star Wars actually fails at that. Oh yeah, tone, <laughs> tone soup. <laughs> like so, especially the second one. I because I, I, I over the holidays while I played Doom, I, I threw it on. Mm-hmm. Just like it's all over the place. That's the biggest failure of the movie. So wait, the fact that it just it 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 fluctuates from like comedy to like deathly serious so much. I can't take anything seriously. The opening of that film, I think that it was very bold. To open with a joke? To open with a bad joke. A your, a your mama joke? Yeah, to open oh. with a like, If you're going to do that in movies, if you're going to do that, hire a comedian? Not just that, but at that point, you're committed. You, you know what I mean? Like, you can't try to be serious after that's that. That's true. Yeah, that's you're, true. Because it's committed. Like literally your first impression of the film. Uh, Maybe that scene wasn't supposed to be the opening? Is maybe, that possible? Maybe. Maybe that was supposed to be somewhere else, or maybe they had a different idea of what the opening of the movie. But what would it be. Does, so there's like a the, uh, like may, less than ten minutes later, there's the uh, Rose Tico uh, sister death, right? That's supposed to be meaningful. Yes. She yes. Sac- sacrifices herself. For, and, completely forgot that was in the movie. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah of course. Yeah. And, and uh, so it happens very shortly thereafter, and there's no way. Now, granted, we just met that character, so it's not like we're gonna be hit as though this is a family member, but it is crazy to go from your mama to like, Oh, we just lost 700 of our best people. Yeah. It doesn't really work. work. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, not enough gay in this motion picture. Not, not nearly gay enough. And, uh, therefore I will not see it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll see it on, on, uh, streaming services. Yeah, maybe. You I got saw, that Disney Plus? I saw no. Come on. Uh, <laughs> what, what am I? You know what I mean? Uh, People say the Mandalorian's good. Get out of my face with this. shit. I watched two episodes and stopped. Yeah, yeah, that's my experience. Once with, the baby started choking out a monster with the force, I was like, nope. That's my experience with all television. No, no children. So, 
go backwards for a second. What were you saying? What was I saying? Something about Star Wars. Tonal soup. Oh, <clears throat> I saw two movies. Yeah. I saw Richard Jewell. Oh, how was it? Uh, it's all right. Yeah. And I saw Bombshell. Uh, Which oh that's the um, Richard Ailes yes yeah uh, and both movies are just okay have some good moments yeah try entirely too hard to teach you an obvious fucking lesson uh huh like hey filmmakers if your film cannot be separated from a moral lesson you don't need to tell us the moral lesson no. We get it because that's that's what is taking place. Like Schindler's List, Schindler doesn't need to give me a speech about how Nazism is wrong. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? It's it's b- baked into the work. I don't know if you looked around these days. No. Maybe oh. he does. <laughs> Where's Schindler when we need him? Exactly. So, guys, uh, filmmakers, uh, there's a difference between didactic and pedantic, and pedantic is ugly. Didactic, we could make an argument one way or the other, but. Here's the point. Uh, both movies were fun, good movies. Richard but, Jewell was fun. But not great. Yeah. Because real life is profoundly boring. True. And what these movies don't do is spend any time in a courtroom or, or spend any time in uh, legal proceedings that are even more boring than courtrooms. And that's a huge part of these stories. Yeah. So... Basically, both movies do this weird trick of giving you a bunch of drama and then no real resolution except for cutting to a place where it's like people get the news. Both movies do this. Both movies cut to a place where people get the news that the, that the, that the whole thing is over and that they've won. Okay. So imagine that. Like imagine like the peak of the thing is we have a problem. Then there's no conflict. And then somebody hands you a piece of paper that says... Good to go. It feels, uh, this is what the films, the, the Twitter film students learn in this year. This is the word they learn this year. Earned. Feels unearned. Yes. Yeah. So, so you notice that, huh? That, yeah, yeah. That, f- that every idiot says earned now. Yeah. Guys, you're not qualified. No, 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 no. You're not, you sound like music journalists. <laughs> yeah. You're not, music journalists and the word angular. You'd be surprised be if you took a theory class. Yeah. You probably watched a YouTube video. Right. Yeah. Earned. Yes. Fucking goof nuggets. The moment didn't feel earned. Yeah. What do you know about any of these things? You fucking losers. <laughs> Nothing. Um, all right. So what else we got to address? Wait, wait, wait. So were did they were good movies? Richard Jewell and 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 Bombshell? Um, I'm giving them solid three out of five. Okay. Um I really I want to see Richard Jewell because I it's, I, I might have mentioned this on, on the last episode, but um, Clint Eastwood like gave an interview where mm-hmm. he was pretty direct where he was like, yeah, I mean, I made this movie because of people's obsession with fake news. Uh, it's a direct attack on the, um, it, it, I mean, it's the most conservative movie. If we take it on the face of it, it's the most conservative movie I've uh, seen in a long time. Is that why I can't find it playing anywhere in, in liberal, liberal ass <laughs> Brooklyn? So if we take it on the face of it, it is about how the media and the government is an enemy of the individual. And if you are, firstly, it's weird that those are conservative points because those are obvious truths. Mm. You know what I mean? So uh, if you are a liberal or a progressive or however you define yourself, if you don't see the government as needing constant checks to not impinge on your rights, you are neither a liberal nor a progressive. You're a stone chalk moron. So 
it's and if you don't think that the press if you think the press has the best interests of the people in mind you're a fucking boob so uh but the way that they're these ideas are presented in this film and because i know it's clint eastwood feels yeah a touch not militia-ish, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's urging you to, like, bear arms against, uh, like, insurrect against the government. But it is, these are obvious shots on government and media. It's funny because when I saw the movie was coming out and I learned about the subject matter and I saw that it was Clint Eastwood, that thought went through my head. I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is like... I thought it was about me too, honestly. Like, I know yeah. the Richard Jewell story, and I know it has nothing to do with me, too, but I thought it was about allegations. No, I, I thought it was just about the press. Like, I thought it was going to be an indictment of the press because the press is now, by the president, considered the enemy of the people. You know the, you know the, the reporter character, based on a real person, fucks people for, for info, uh, a thing that there's no proof that she did. <laughs> well. So, so it's quite, quite an allegation to level. Now, look, I'm going to be honest. Eric, let's talk about, uh, so in the wake of Bombshell, which is about uh, sexual harassment, se- is, is sexual uh, uh, misconduct, um, I don't want to say anything too ugly. Uh, I've never been a woman in the workplace, and I don't know, I'm sure, like, I got a female friend who just got her tits done. The workplace is a Wild West fucking place for her right now, you know what I mean, with people saying all sorts of wild shit, right? So I understand that. I'm not doubting for a second that people are wildly inappropriate or at times uh, trying to exploit you. Don't doubt that for a heartbeat. Eric, would you fuck somebody for a news story if you were a reporter? Because hmm. I just want to I just want to acknowledge that there's two lens to see this through, and one is, oh, this movie's casting a real aspersion uh, about on this woman and saying that she did something that's really bad. Who directed it? Uh, Some no name. No, no, no. Um, uh, the guy who directed Austin Powers. Oh, oh, uh, is that for real? Uh, uh, no way. The 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 movie Bombshell is directed by the guy who directed Austin Powers. Is that for real? Yes. Interesting. Um, but so here's my question: um, Is oh, but that but that's not Bombshell. This is uh, Richard Jewell. Are you so, talking about Jewell still? Jewell, Jewell still. Okay. So let's go back. Jewell. Um, Eric, wait. So Jewel, sorry, Jewel makes the accusation that, that she fucked someone for that a story. she fucked the, that. Okay, so here's what happened in real life. For yeah. everybody that's not sixty, here's the deal. Richard Jewel was uh, a security guard, cop wannabe who was uh, uh, he found a bomb in, in Olympic Park during during the Atlanta uh, Olympics of 1990. What seven, six? I think yeah, something like that. Okay, so. Uh, he, uh, I didn't know anything about this till the movie came out. Oh, I, I th- this one was a meaningful part of my childhood. I didn't remember. I, well, I mean, I was six when it happened, so you know, but I, I've not, I've never heard of this. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, it was like a, an OJ ish like thing, right? Uh, but it was post OJ? Yes. Yeah. So, here's what it was Was the press trying to make a new OJ thing? Yeah, the press was in love with the fact yeah. that this dude who had appeared on like Good Morning America saying, you know, I just did what anybody would have done, uh, the real heroes of the first responders, like that he was the one who did it. They loved it. And so here's the story. Um, it is a fact that this reporter who was a party girl alcoholic in real life, a uh, wild woman, she 
she did get the information from an FBI leak that the FBI was investigating Richard Jewell. Now, there's nothing wrong with that bit of information. There is, however, arguably... That's so- just like procedure. Yes. As far as is. the FBI is concerned. But yeah. for the, Exactly right. If you find a bomb, the FBI is looking into you. Yeah. But for the news to run it as though you are the only suspect in this thing, and it, 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 it created a cloud around the whole thing and was very, very ugly, and basically got an entire nation against this sort of dull-witted... Yeah, man. Really, like a, I watched interviews with it. So I got recommended like sixty minutes, like rewind videos yep. where they 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 revive old sixty minutes shit. And I was watching a lot of like actual clips from it. And his his major, yeah. First of all, just him as a person, like one of those tragic people that you know from your hometown that never leaves. That like his only aspiration was to become a cop, which yep. is, oof. which by the way, I should say, this character is completely unrelatable to me, and I don't like him. And so he's I'm, someone I would run into a bar on Thanksgiving Eve and go, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm watching this movie thinking, this, so it's not a bad person, I should say. It's just a person who I want nothing to do with. Yeah. And so I'm watching. But wait, he wants to be a cop. He's a bad person. Inherently. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Sure, he's a bad person. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so in this movie, the way that they established that this woman got that leak from the FBI is that she fucked the FBI guy. Yes. It's now like the fourth time you've established that fact. Yes. Which is not based on any truth that we know of. No. Um, There's no evidence to it. Maybe somebody suggested it in some way sometime in in human history, but there's no there's no proof at all. Okay. Now, there's two lens to see this through, Eric. Is that a major accusation against this woman or is it not mm, yes it might be yeah well yeah. well i'm saying yes to your mm, because yeah. i have i have very mixed feelings and my mixed feelings are this traditionally is that a very uncool accusation to make against a woman yes it is in 2009 tired <laughs> when we don't think of sex work as being all that bad is it bad to trade sex for information or anything else i'd trade sex for corn (laughs) yeah that's true if i had sex with someone and they gave me some corn fucking a that sounds cool but it's also i mean we're looking at it from two male perspectives right so like it you know if we don't have the most nuanced or charitable like like you gave that really generous almost unnecessary caveat that we've never been women nor have we yeah (laughs) Um, yeah i felt the need to underline that for anybody that was like are these guys women uh yeah, so, I mean, I think that's an interesting kind of take, and I'm not necessarily saying that it's... Kamala Harris, sugar baby. Maybe. Probably. I don't know. I have no idea. You you broke this news. It could be a right-wing thing. No, no, no. Heard. Kamala Harris was a sugar baby. You can look it up. Anyway. But my point is that we we were going to have a sugar baby... If you change we the lens... have a sugar baby president. We're over sex work being a, a demonized thing. Kamala never had a shot. Well, okay, fair. <laughs> But she's going to be something. You know what I mean? She'll end up in some cabinet. Sure. If I, I would bet, yeah, if a Dem wins, she'll be like attorney general or some, some shit. Some bullshit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like Where everybody hates her ass. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, Former sugar baby. That's an interesting conversation. I wonder if the world is ready to have it that like just the notion that like isn't necessarily a bad thing to trade sex for something. Right. And that so that's the core of Bombshell too. But Bombshell like Bombshell's sticky because it's like a Weinstein thing where – 
forever. These dudes are such bad actors. They're such like bad, like they're, they're so bad that we don't care that there was plenty of people who fucked these people willingly because they did enough bad shit that we're like, Oh yeah, let's not, that's none of our business. Let's, let's worry about the fact that you were out here fucking pressuring women into sex or raping or whatever the fuck you were doing. And so, but it's an interesting moment where we are out of both sides, talking out of both sides of our mouth saying, uh, it's wrong to try to get sex from somebody for something, but it's not wrong to, to try to get something from somebody for sex. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a nuanced conversation. And obviously, like I say in, in almost for almost everything that it's a kind of a case by case basis, just because the specifics matter. But, um, you know, I think regardless of what anyone wants to say about it, I think it's hard to deny that it happens every single day. Every single day. In in multiple industries. Kamala Harris. Every single day. It just it's just and like as you said, in like a Weinstein era or like a post Weinstein era, whatever you want to call it, Me Too moment, whatever, it feels ugly to say, but I think it's an undeniable truth that like, you know, What's one thing that Weinstein said? He said, look, I didn't invent the casting couch. And it's like, okay, well, that's not... It's hardly a defense. It's hardly a defense. But it is, you know, it's a thing that happens. It's a thing that happens. People engage in in sexual affairs to, you know, get their career off the ground. It's it's happened... And and it's not just in media. It's not just in journalism. It's just a thing that people do. And, like... Whether or not that person feels exploited or fairly compensated or, con- you know, that it was entirely consensual, again, I think it depends on a case-by-case basis. But regardless of the fact, it's just, it's just you know, I don't know. You'd, it, be, you'd, a be, fool, you'd be a fool not to acknowledge it, and you'd also be uh, disingenuous to not say that occasionally it is equitable or occasionally it is fully consensual and just a matter of, uh, it's just a transaction, pure and simple. Um, but... Because so many people are pressured or so many people are exploited in this way, it's it's a it's a really, really difficult conversation. That that's what it is. And like I don't know that social media or or whatever or even cable news or just, you know, journalism or media in general, no one at this stage anyway is equipped to have nuanced conversations because everyone is just a baby. You and I, baby. Oh yeah, I guess so. But everyone's a baby. I mean, and I and I don't mean to sound No, everyone and, is a baby. Like it's just that's just a fact. It, emotions run high. You know what I mean? If like everyone could put their emotions down and just talk like rationally and be prepared that the person you're talking to may not share the same sentiments or values or views on things and you can accept that like an adult and and take it in, into consideration and be like, "Oh, okay. I don't agree with you, but I'm also, you know, it's not violence." You know what I mean? I ate dinner the other day with somebody who believed Caitlyn Jenner made the transgender thing happen. What do you mean? Like, th- this person believes that that Caitlyn Jenner is responsible for all the transgenderism that is uh, oh, dude. prevalent in the United States at the moment. I mean, that's and that I would bet might come from someone who's otherwise liberal. Yeah, doesn't you know care I mean? about anything. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of confusing conversations happening for a lot of people, and if you feel that's at the expense of your own self interest, that the fact that you have to educate someone while as you see it other you know like horrible things are happening to you or your ilk you know i don't know what to tell you i mean people need to be 
educated on something. They need to understand it before they can sympathize with it necessarily. Well, th- th- there's also different levels to that, too. Just because you're aggrieved doesn't mean you're right. So, like, d- take it into consideration that your perspective on a thing is purely your perspective. And it, it doesn't necessarily, just because, like, okay, like, when we talk about educating somebody, what if we're not educating somebody with facts? What if we're educating somebody with our perspective? All, like, we shouldn't expect them to get anything out of it except, oh, hey, I need you to recognize me as a human being and this, this was my experience. Yeah. I don't, you, don't, you can't ask somebody to change their mind based on what you've been through. You can only say, hey, this is what I've been through. So, like, I think that we, when we, whenever we enter these conversations with the idea that we have to change the other person's mind or educate them because they're fucking stupid, like, <clears throat> I think we already lost. Because what adult do you know that wants another adult to say, hey, man, I just thought I'd educate you? Yeah, it's very patronizing. I'd it's be very like, belittling. I'd be like, yeah, wow. Are you, uh, so, like, my taxes are paying for you? Are you, like, through a school district that I'm not aware of? Or, like, did I enroll in a course? It's 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 a weird way to go about it. There's no way to win. Yeah, there's just and and I think, oh man, it's better to have a human being conversation. I think this this is. I mean, we talked so maybe bringing it back to what we were, you know, the initial thing we talked about is like the decade of the 2010s, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think in 2016, people learned a big lesson that no matter how much you hate a thing it can still very easily rise to power. Um, and I'm talking about Trump, obviously. I don't think we actually, no, anyone actually learned the lessons of that. There's no karma, you boobs. There's no karma, and there's no amount of dissent or screaming you can do on the internet that's going to help you win. And I think you, I think people feeling like they need to inherently change the souls of other people that don't agree with them is not going to, it's just not going to work. And especially, even if it might work in some way, the way you're going about it is the wrong, is wrong. The fact that all, look, Trump is, I think, rightfully uh, understood as the most hated president. But like, what does that hate mean? When that, it's just, it's, it's, it doesn't have any real life manifestation. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. I saw somebody give somebody a compliment the other day on <coughs> Instagram. Beautiful girl. Uh, somebody hit her with the compliment. You are so beautiful and, and unproblematic. Mm. Yo, that summed up the last couple of years for me today. Like when I saw that, because it's, it's like, what are we talking about, Eric? Never in my life, like our obsession with righteousness at this moment is, yo, maybe you look at a Trump voter to our listeners who I assume are 99% not Trump voters, maybe you look at a Trump voter and you go, I don't want shit in common with this idiot. I don't, I don't want any community with this person. Okay, that's all fine and good, man. But, but you do. Yeah, yeah you like, do. Biologically, you're made from the same meat. It's not just that. It's, yo, you, you live in the same country and neither you got the balls to break it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you got, that's, that's your countryman. Full stop. So here's the deal. When we, we, if you don't want shit to do with them, okay, let's consider that for a second. Why is your righteous, why are we obsessed with righteousness right now? Eric, have I ever said to you, Eric, you've lost a little bit of weight and you haven't said anything fucked up this week? <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird thing. It's such a weird thing. It what is, is this yeah. obsession with righteousness? <laughs> it, like, 
Yo, I know, maybe I sound like the old man fucking uh, like, but like this obsession with righteousness is is poison, yo. <laughs> it's poison. But you know what? We have to get off that because n- now that's a tired take. That's tired. You know what I mean? Like being upset about people for being righteous is tired. Because I think righteous people are feeling tired. I know they're feeling tired. Because it's, look, it's, it doesn't work. It's not going to work. It's not going to win you anything. Also, you want to be the cynic that you were off air. It's not just that it doesn't win. There's no clout in it anymore. No. The clout disappeared. The clout's in the hate. The clout is in the hate. The clout isn't being the most <laughs> hated person is more, is, is that's where it's at, man. That's what's going to get you big. That's what's going to get you eyes on you. That's what's going to get you trending. That's what's going to get you shared and, and famous. You want to get over? Call a dog an N-word. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a pretty funny video. If you walk up to like a lady walking a pug just on the street and, you, and you're like, oh, can I pet your dog? And then you just start calling it all sorts of racial epithets. I mean, that goes viral. You shouldn't do that because that should <laughs> that should that should wrestle with your soul as a good person. That's a very unkind and uncharitable thing to do. Very hateful. The dog doesn't care. The dog doesn't care. But I'm just saying, this the the idea behind it should make you feel bad. Also, it should make you feel like a shill. You're shilling for hate likes. You know what I mean? So don't do that because you should be a human being. Who's but like if you're a clout obsessed weirdo, yeah, that's what's gonna do it. That's what's going to get you there. I guess that's the problem is a lot of you with this righteousness bullshit have looked like clout obsessed weirdos. And now I wonder how many of you are going to pivot to hate hate mongers. Yeah. The dark side where you get the real clout. 100%. I mean, like that's, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Star Wars is about anyway. It is. That's what it's about. The dark side gets you, it makes you more powerful than a fucking bitch ass simp Jedi. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it, what it's, it convinced me. That's why I'm voting Trump. <laughs> right? You, you Sith, Sith, oh. Sith Lord Trump. Um, look, I, I don't think people learn the right lessons, and it's it's like thematically, or like if, if we're treating the world as if it's like a straight, you know, like like a narrative or something. It, the next logical step is that Trump just wins again. But the real world is more complex than that. So I'm not totally. I'm still holding out hope he has a heart attack. That could happen. Oh, I, these, I, old, these old fucks go anytime. Especially if he's eating KFC. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's in his seventies. He's also like a thick-bodied seventy. He's a big man. But like, you know what's funny is like no one ever like, and I don't think it's necessarily like an anti-body shaming thing. No one ever like calls him out for being fat. I think I he wears like suits that like I guess like sometimes people like make fun of his like posture like because he is weird like he doesn't yeah. he move oh, no. like he's, a, a, he's got like a nightmare body to he me. might have like scoliosis or something because he doesn't move around like a normal person but like no one and he is overweight for sure he's like 280 pounds is that true no he's maybe like 270 I, I was being That's I was being unfair boy. but he's a big dude but he's also like six two six three yeah, all right so he's tall he's a big man but like Maybe it's just the suit. Maybe he gets like really nice fitting suits or something. He's a, he's but like he's the fattest president we've had since Taft. No, I don't think we. When's the who's the last fat president? I don't know, but that maybe Clinton got pudgy in his like yeah. later term. You know, but like Obama, Svelte, Bush, not you know he's an average guy, average dude. Clinton, average dude. You see on Bush. the today, I got accused of hating on fat people. No, I didn't. You think that's true? Um, no, I don't think you hate on fat people. No. No, I don't really either. You might like you might say things that fat people would be like, I don't like that you said that. It might not make them feel good, but I don't think it come I don't think you're hating on them. But like what like like what kind of shit? Like let me ask a question. If I got in a fight outside of your 
door, right? And I put my finger in, in somebody's face and called him a fat fuck. Yeah. You're overweight, but you're not taking that to heart, are you? I'm calling some other guy a fat fuck so that, because I'm escalating a situation. It's got nothing to do with his weight or your weight or anybody else's weight. My mind would go to, oh, why the fuck did you do that? Really? Yeah, well, like... You, you know sh- why I did that to hurt the man. Well, yes, but why are you hurting a man? What are you doing? What's well, going on? That's a different issue, right? Well, that's, that's my that's the issue I would okay, take. Right. Why are you being mean to a stranger? Well, let's just say that there's a homeless guy that pissed on my. You know what? He's oh, okay, harassing yeah. your girlfriend outside. Okay. Can I call him a fat fuck? I mean, yeah, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, somebody on the on the Instagram asked why I seem to have a problem with fat people, and I did. I truly was not aware that I had one, so I I thought I would ask you. No, I mean I'm I'm overweight and I've never felt like you had a problem with me. So, oh, I do. <laughs> oh, you do now, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean here's the thing about I mean here, if we want to even go down that that hole of like you know body shaming or like fat acceptance or whatever, like being fat or overweight is like a temporary situation. Ideally, I mean I understand for people yeah, it there's, could there's circumstances where it's not there's yeah. circumstances where it's not, but like it's a thing you can actively change, which like. Is not the same as like, you know, obviously, I mean, this is very, very elementary. Like, I don't have to explain to you that fat people are not the same as black people. But like, it's... I don't... Uh, you might have to explain it to some people. It's not It's not the same. Some people are mad weird about this. It's It's. It's a thing you can... You and, and again, I know not everyone can change it. I know it's very hard. Listen, I've been overweight my whole fucking life. But I get it. Qu- here's a question. Is fat a desirable state of being? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that, like, I guess that that was my point when I got hit with that accusation was, if I'm fat shaming or whatever, it, it it's really just because, hey, this is an undesirable state. It is literally a state, as you pointed out. Yes. Yeah. It, it is not the essence of a thing. It is the. It is. It's also. It's not the essence of who you are at all. It's like. I get that it's hard, and I get that people take their bo- their body types very, very personally. I understand that. I do too. The thing is, I think it's first of all, obviously, being called if someone called me a fat fuck, it would not make me feel good. But I think to take it so deeply to heart, and and listen, I'm a very sensitive boy. You know, as we get bigger, this is going to be a problem, Eric. What the people going to call me fat? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't care. But like. I, you know that I'm a sensitive person. T- Tim Dillon. Yeah. He can say anything online. Good, bad, neutral. Yeah. People call him a fat fuck. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Crazy. He's a, and he's a big dude. He's a big dude. But here's the thing. It doesn't help anybody to take that so personally. I think it makes it harder on you. If you're someone who's very concerned with your weight, if you're someone who feels very badly about it, it does more damage. to. It makes it harder to make it such a personal battle. You know what I mean? If you're just like... Yeah, I'm a little overweight. Like, I got to watch what I eat. Like, take it very, don't take it so hard. Don't make it this giant, don't put fat on a pedestal. You know what I mean? You're making it more of a thing. It's just, it. like we both said, it's a state of being, and it's a thing that can change. That's, you know, <laughs> go for a walk and shove some kale in there. Like, I, you know, it, and, and I get it's more difficult than that. It's obviously more difficult than that. Mm-hmm. I know personally. But it's not, I think taking it, as like so, so deeply to heart makes it harder for you. Be, and like, because when you don't get the results you want or when you look at the scale and it's bigger, that's like a crushing defeat and it makes you never want to try again. Just be like, damn, I, I thought I lost weight, but I gained weight. Shit. Got to try harder. I guess no bagels next week. So you know what the algorithm does to me? What? I got a bunch of Sam Hyde videos sent, yeah. sent to me the other day. Yes. <clears throat> and 
he did. A, so I don't know. I got to be honest. I don't know anything about that very internet-y comedy world. 4chan. Right? I really don't know much about it. I, I fell off, yeah. Uh, so he did a, he does Hide Wars, I guess, right? Like Infowars. But then somebody did a rip off of that where they do their own thing. It's just, it just looks like a bunch of fucking neckbeard motherfuckers sitting in a parking lot. Sure. And uh, I thought he actually had good advice. Genuinely good advice which for was, people. Yeah. Which was, if your life is fucked up, like just do do something to self actualize. Yeah. Uh, to, that's going to make you feel like you're like you have a purpose. Yeah. And then he says, that's if you're normal fucked up. If you're really fucked up, if you're on drugs, if you're like uh, mentally ill as fuck and just trying to get out from that hole, he says, just go lift weights. And that sounds stupid, but his point is, you will get better at a thing noticeably. Yeah. And you will feel good about that. Yeah. And even if you just conquer being good at lifting weights, an idiotic pursuit, by the way, is literally lifting heavy things. Yeah, you, but you could parlay that into something. You yeah, know more mean? ass. You know more I mean? ass or like just like you go to... I mean, I knew someone who was like me, you know, kind of a dumpy body. Yeah. And they actively got into the gym and they got more into the gym, and they got more into yeah, the gym, yeah, yeah. and they got more into the gym until they were huge. Yes, and now they're in like actual competitions and shit. I said, well, that's a lot of work, but <laughs> but, but like, but what I mean is, if you're an addictive, if we're talking about people who are fucked up on drugs, if you're an addictive personality, yo, get addicted to fucking making your body nice. I guess yes, that's my point. Is what we're saying to someone's ear sounds like, 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 oh, easy for you to say. You know what I mean? Like, for some reason, people just think it's... Like, it is easier to say some shit than it is to do it. But here's what I'm saying. Like, I have been underweight my entire life. Yes. I've been going to the gym for the last nothing, like two months. Uh I mean, I put on 15 pounds of weight. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that it would be as easy for somebody to necessarily drop 30. No. But if you're telling me you can't go to the gym for an hour a day just to feel better about your life... You're fucking lying. Yeah, for sure. Oh, the gym is great. I haven't been in a while, but I when I was unemployed and had like nothing going, going to the gym was awesome. Because like, I don't know. At the time, it was the only thing like I could do. It yes. was like like you said, self actualize. It was like the only thing I was in control of. Yes. And it feels nice. Actually, let me put it like that. So everybody, this is why everyone does everything. Like you know that like that corny shit where somebody's anorexic and and it's like the go-to answer on why they're anorexic is because it's the one aspect of their life that they have control over. Yeah. Yo, that shit's uh, it's a corny chestnut, but it's also fucking true. So like if you're if your body's the only thing that you've got agency over in this entire life, assuming you're not incarcerated. Yeah. Then go pump weights. Go pump that weight. Yeah. Put it up. Because what are your options? Also do stand up. Also, okay. Do do go do an open mic. That so, doesn't require anybody. So you can feel shitted upon. Sure, yeah. yeah. Feel anything. I agree. So you can I, feel anything. I don't mind getting shitted on at all. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, I when I did open mic and shit, I, I bombed. It doesn't fucking feel good. But like, go do it anyway. It's something to do. Yeah. If you have no job, like, like we said, if you have nothing going, just like it's fill your days. You know what I mean? And like, keep doing it. And you might get better at it. And maybe, like me, I eventually found a job and stopped doing it because I found a new thing to pursue. Yeah. But maybe you won't find a job. And maybe you'll just keep doing it. And maybe you'll, you'll like it and you'll get better at it. Or maybe you'll fucking fail forever and die miserable. I don't know. 
All options. All options. So, but you got to do something. You can't just fucking so sit you, around all day. You got the job in media that you were hoping for. Sort of, yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did. We'll say I did. It's a, you got an entry-level job that you have begun to rise in. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. So you didn't get the job that you wanted. You wanted to be president of the United States, but, but you, whatever, you got a job. Uh, yeah, yeah. And now you have risen in it a little bit, and now you are socially engineering the rest of us by planting gay kisses <laughs> yeah. in all these different forms. So what have you, what's some of the things that you've made gay kisses in? Um, a lot of Netflix docs. Yeah? Yeah. Do you just jam them in? I sit in the production meetings and I go, this is all good stuff, guys. Let's throw a gay kiss in there. Mm, what do they say? They say, well, it doesn't, I don't know if it really fits our subject matter. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing to put in. And I say, you fucking homophobe. No. You're disgusting. Uh, and when they say, we need this to play in China, you say, we need this to play on the Upper East Side, my Jesus. Yeah. More gay. Yeah, more gay, less China. That's actually kind of not a bad motto, really. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll tattoo that on my chest right now. Yo, I'm sick of China. What's fucked up is that China, because they're a different race, if you say China fucking sucks, people are, get real mad. But yo, China, I, I'll get scared if I say that. China fucking sucks. I though. honestly believe on a long enough timeline, uh, the Chinese will be worse than, than... The crimes committed by the government of China will be worse than committed by the governments at, of, of white people. Okay. I think I think on a long enough timeline. I mean, if things keep going the way they're going, timeline's got to be that long. Yeah, it might not. It might not. Uh, I I think their imperialism and their like. (laughs) I I think it's going to be worse than what we did. uh, Their attitude towards dissent is not one that I would feel comfortable living under. Uh, And just so everyone's clear, that doesn't forgive white people for anything they did over the millennia. No, we're good. (laughs) Like still pretty fucking awful and fucked up. But China's not doing good shit either. Uh, no, China fucking sucks. It's scary. The things I, I've, 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 because I used to be like, oh, we're talking shit on China. Is that just a weird Trump thing? No, no, it no. fucking sucks. It's pretty rough, man. I think because of Trump, we're not talking about China enough. I, I think it's weird. Well, that might be true, but I think it's funny seeing the Democrats give like these dancey, like half-hearted Ugh. answers about like, them being like, I think the next con- the concern of the next generation will be what China's doing. That's it. Yeah. That's all they say. And I watch that and I go, what? Yeah. What? Making fake Pikachu toys? What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's the thing you got an issue with? Yeah, what are we saying here? Uh, yeah, but Democrats think that by being wishy-washy on things people care about while being strident about things that nobody cares about, that they're going to win. <laughs> Maybe. Weird strategy, honestly. <laughs> Novel, you know, I mean, it's, uh, respect to that new approach. That might have, I think that worked in 2008. Yeah, maybe. Because I think, right, I mean, now people are kind of wise to it. But even, you know, at the time when I was 18, you know, you want to believe in things. But, like, I remember just being like, Obama is fine, like, pretty charismatic, pretty, like, this seems like a, like a cool thing. But also, he's, like, very much posturing as, like, progressive and is also the front runner of, of a thing and a system that I don't think is going to take kindly to his progressive message. Yeah. So either... He's lying. Yeah. Or ding it, ding, by the way. Come on. Yeah. Or it just ain't going to work. Yeah. Which six and one half a dozen of the other. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I th- maybe the path for Democrats is they need to pretend to be progressive again. No. No. I swear to God, no. What do you think it is? I don't think it's fucking half-hearted centrist 
bullshit. I think it is. I, I, really? I, yeah. I think isn't isn't that what Hillary did? Uh, yeah. But so here's what you do. Okay. Uh, everybody, Dems listening to me, uh, those of you in the DNC that are uh, that listen uh, that write us all the time, being like, "How can we get our 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 candidates are are bricking right now? We suck." Uh, Patrick and Eric, help! You know what I mean. So uh, we hear you. We don't get back to your emails because they're mad fucking boring. But here's the advice that we'll give you right now. Uh, I think that you address the stuff that middle class people give a fuck about. And you just gloss over the shit they don't give a fuck about. What do they care about, though? I don't even know. They people ca- say jobs. I honestly don't even think that's it. No, our jobs are killing it, but they can't. Keep, people can't keep up. So then you got to address that. So it's not the jobs. So uh, so so Andrew Yang needs to be like, I'm fucking sick of Star Wars, man. And yeah. then the, the the most of the United States will go, yeah. Um, let's see. I would enjoy that if if a Democrat could come out and be like. I'm kind of tired of Star Wars. Like very mild, like regular dude takes. You know what I mean? I think that would win big. Yeah, listen. With like boring, mild people. You know here's what I mean? What, here's what you say to win, Dems. You say, um, yeah, we got to figure out this healthcare shit stat. And people are like, yeah? And you go, yeah, look. It's not as complicated as we're making it out to be. Nobody's going to just, if we... If we do something that feels "quote unquote" socialist to you, it's just you paying your taxes. That's all it is. You're just getting value for your money. No, you, no, nobody's trying to make this communist fucking China. You, you're just getting value. For, you pay into a system, so let's give you something back. Don't you think that's fair? Do you think you're getting enough for your value right now? We're taxing the fuck out of you. Do you feel like you're not like you're not getting enough? And everybody in the world will go, "No, I'm not getting enough for my money." And you go, "Okay, so." Wouldn't healthcare be the first thing that would jump out of your mind? And they'd say, yeah, probably. Okay. And you say, all right, so let's figure that out and not be shifty weasels about it. And then they go, okay, what about guns? And you go, okay, well, guns are a complex issue. Uh, realistically, we'd want to do this state by state and allow everybody to make decisions uh, for, their, for their own constituencies. Um, however, because you can get in a car and drive from one state to another, it complicates things a bit, doesn't it? Uh, if it seems that the majority of Americans want a ban on assault rifles, then guess what, everybody? We're going to do that. And if if the majority of Americans don't want a ban on assault rifles, then guess what? We're just going to let you people kill each other. Next question. And then they go, uh, what about transgender shit? And you go, I have no opinion on it, and I don't care until after I get in office. And then they say, what about reparations? Don't care, have no opinion on it until after I get in office. Because... All of these things that might be totally valid, right? Like, like, okay, let's talk about transgender shit. Like, the, to me, the transgender shit that matters is, okay, will my insurance cover my transition? You know what I mean? Things like this. These are things that matter, right? Like, you're getting stuck in the weeds on bathrooms. You know what I mean? Like, we allowed the world to go to war over bathrooms. When it's like, no, things that matter are like, hey, uh, I don't even know how to file my insurance because it's asking me if I'm a man or a woman. And I'm a transgender person that needs to make decisions that aren't like this. I'm, I'm, you're going to call me out if I say man. Can, can, I, can I give a hot take? Yes. Maybe not a hot take. Maybe this is a very cool take. I don't think the world is ready to have an actual transgender conversation and won't be for a long time. I know it's not because I see on Twitter that people... I saw a dude ask a totally reasonable question. He tried to be an adult. And he was taken in such the wrong spirit. It was. I checked him. I did a whole check on him to make sure that he wasn't some type of like, well, actually, sort of like, <clears throat> he was just like, hey, um, 
I don't understand a lot of this stuff. I see J.K. Rowling's getting killed um, for her saying, uh, you know, that women are a real thing or whatever. Um, what exactly is the science on this? Yeah. That was the question. It was, it was that fucking mundane. It was that b- banal. What is the science on this? And... It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. It was like he was a Holocaust denier that walked into a rabbinical study school. You know what I mean? It was fucking insane, the responses that he got. And it was like, you know, none of that shit is necessary. Talk to the dude like he doesn't know shit because he might not know shit. And also, if your science isn't tight, just be honest. Just say, hey, well, there's there's a plurality of opinion on this right now. The science is a bit out, but we're not strictly speaking talking about science. We're talking about social science, which is a bit a bit removed in the respect that we have to consider that biology is only part of the equation when you're talking about the social sciences, whatever. And you could have an adult conversation. Yeah. You and I do it all the time. Well, I think that even though what you said was very pallid and like very like basic. Yeah. Basic. I think it's still above a lot of people's heads. We all got to be watching Bravo and getting our tits done. Let's be basic. That's what I'm saying. Basic is going to win in 2000, whatever. But I feel like even the basic conversations are still, I think. Saying we need reparations for lesbians? Are you fucking insane? No, 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 no. I, what I'm saying is I think even the, the, the basic conversations that we should be having are still like too much for people yeah uh, well okay that's fair you know what I mean because provably yeah yeah so like I don't even like I don't know what the regular person wants to hear anymore I think the regular person just doesn't want I think that look okay let's talk about uh, these uh, let's keep it timely and and topical Uh, at the beginning of the show I mentioned uh, more Jews getting killed yes Uh, so what's that Monzi or Morsi it's it's, uh, upstate it's probably like Nyack area um there was a Jewish community a guy walks into a synagogue with uh, uh, during uh, Hanukkah celebrations, uh, starts hatch, is hitting people with a machete. Uh, now, as we've talked about on this show, when you avoid the truth, you make people ask the question, "Why did you do that?" Yeah. Like, okay, Eric, here's a question. Have you ever gotten yourself in a, tr- in a, a little thing with a girlfriend where you omitted something? And because you omitted something, now she thinks you're guilty as fuck. Sure. That's my cardinal sin. I'm rarely doing anything shady. But to avoid a problem, I'll just be like, yeah, I didn't include the fact that she was there. You know what I mean? 
why didn't you include the fact that she was there? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it begs the question. It, it makes people say, well, fuck. I trusted you until you, you gave me the impression that you, you must be hiding some shit. So in the press's coverage of this latest killing and the last one and the anti-Semitic attacks that are taking place about a half a mile from here, nobody's saying, oh, yeah, and these are black dudes. You know what I mean? Nobody's saying that. And then it makes, it makes a young 4chan kid say, huh, why is nobody saying the thing that everybody knows? Why is, why is the press refusing to address a thing at all? I, I think a, a lot of people will say it's, ba- it's a higher agenda. I think like a liberal agenda or something on the part of the press. Yeah. But I think it's literally just they don't know how to talk about it and they don't want to get yelled at. I think that's entirely the entire thing. I don't think it's, a, it's some higher agenda. I just think they don't know what to do in that moment. Uh, they don't know how to talk about it. They so, don't know how to report on it. They don't know how to be honest about it. You know what I mean? I, I think that you are likely right. Um, but then how do you make excuses for like the blue checkmark patrol that says things like, okay, this is complicated, but we have to get together to fight our unified enemy of white supremacy. They're going for obvious claps. That's right. That's a that's nonsense. It is. It is. Well, in that context, yes, it's nonsense. But it's just again, it's just that they don't want to fucking get yelled at. I think that's it, guys. I, that's all it is. Get some fucking integrity. Get yelled at everyone. We're once talking in a while. about I, okay. We're talking about Twitter journalists. I, I get yelled at fucking twice a week. Just fucking bite the bullet. If you're doing anything real. Eric's, you know, this podcast is blowing up. Eric's getting ready to get called fat once a week by some fucking asshole. True. I'm getting ready to be called Gary Glitter Pedo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, listen, if you're doing anything of value, where does the real clout come from? Being hated? Yeah. Okay. So let's get the clout. Say, say, say the thing that you're not supposed to say occasionally and uh, assuming that you didn't do it to hurt anybody, there's going to be enough people that understand what you're, what you're trying to convey. The weird thing, though, in, in this instance is just like, you don't have to, you could just report on what happened. Correct. You don't have to say Correct. anything. Correct. You just have to be Correct. part of a larger narrative Correct. or anything. Like, but when you bury it entirely, it makes people go, why is that? Yeah, it does. It, well, it, again, it's, it's part of some larger stress. I mean, all right. I think at its heart, it's that people don't, how to, don't know how to talk about it, but- there is like a larger narrative. Uh, what do we even call it? Like a str- the way that we that that people talk about things or like the structure of things, whether it's being alarmist or hy- hyperbolic or something. Like, you know, think about like the, the stuff with the Proud Boys, right? Yeah. People want to call them like a racist hate group. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of people on the left want to call them that. I'm I I you know that that might uh, hate group I might vibe with maybe. Okay. But. Uh, um, but there's enough people of color in it that you don't feel comfortable calling it a white power group. There's 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 black people in it. Yeah, there are people of color who are part of the Proud Boys. So when you call them a racist hate group, the person that is ignorant on the entire thing then looks to them and says, well, "What are these guys about?" and sees that they have people of color in their group. They go, "Oh, Yo, well, they can't be racist then." Like you know what I mean? Straight up, let's talk about it. Like we both clown Jordan Peterson, but Jordan Pe- Jordan Peterson is big because. He was so maligned in the press that people then looked at him to go, oh, how fucked up is this guy? And then we're like, eh, it's not that bad. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't know why. The, the, I fell down a P- Peterson hole recently again. <laughs> and which is you like... And you? <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'm this is... Refer- guy, I'm the guy who watches all this shit. What, what, what's your new angle? I forget. I forget how I... St- no, oh, you know what it was? I, I rewatched... I had a long day at work and I had a lot of like menial bullshit to do and I like couldn't listen to any more Opie and Anthony and like... I just like kind of exhausted all my regular like YouTube outlets. So I rewatched some of that like fucking four hour Zizek Peterson debate thing. Uh, uh, not with a gun to the side. Of the <laughs> I, I tapped out like a half hour into it, but then like it, I stumbled on other Peterson stuff and like, I get why people don't like him, but like, I only have to, he's pretty he, benign. He's so mild. And like, I don't agree with, I'd say 70% of what he says. Like, dude, Okay. He is, he's fucking, he does the carnivore diet. You know about this? Yeah, it's bizarre. He eats nothing. Yeah, it's bizarre. But beef. It's so weird. Nothing but cow meat. Yeah. That's the <laughs> only thing he eats. And he claims it's like a cure for depression and like yeah. fucking like arthritis. And like any problem you have can be cured by only eating beef. And I'm like, this guy's a fucking loon. Yes. He doesn't understand anything. But yo, let's be fair. He, he qualifies that and says, Look, I'm not a dietitian. I don't know why this works for me. He's like, but it. I'm, and I know this is anecdotal, and I hope you take it with a grain of salt. But I'm just communicating you my experience. Yo, that's a pretty fair thing to say. One hundred percent. And when I listen to him say it, I think, yeah, I don't think I would feel good if I only ate. If beef. somebody said I smoke two packs of cigarettes a day, and as a result, uh, I've never felt better in my life. By the way, take it under advisement that that doesn't seem to be the the average, and that's strictly my experience. What can, you have to pause. You have to go. Um. Nothing irresponsible about him saying that. Yeah, no. <laughs> he caveat he caveats it pretty well. So, like, do I agree with what he does with his life? Do I agree with his views? No. But like, he's a pretty fucking mild ass dude. But th- but this is that. I phenomenon. can't imagine feeling strongly about him. This is that phenomenon. Same thing happens with Sam Harris. Same thing happens with so many of these dudes where pe- they're so maligned that then people look at them to see how a fucked up thing, and they don't find anything fucked up, and then it leads to this like. Why was I lied to? Right, you become we, Peterson youth. We talk, yeah, <laughs> Peterson youth. We talk about this shit all the time, and that's how this. I'm going to say it again. That's how this fucking the 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 there is apparently statistically what seemingly and the statistics could be a little confused because, look, Eric, is there a difference between somebody walking into a synagogue with a machete and two people? And somebody hitting somebody else on the sidewalk with their bike and uh, an argument escalating and somebody using racial language. Mm. I'd say big difference. (laughs) So we have to be careful with hate crime statistics because sometimes they include shit like he punched me in the nose and called me a Jew. Okay, but you guys pushed each other for 10 minutes before that. You know what I mean? And... I'll be the first to say, Eric, if you and I ever get in a fight over all these Patreon millions, I'm going to call you a disgusting wop. <laughs> and that's just to get us to the point where yeah. you feel comfortable swinging on me because right. that's the way that life works. Because well, you're trying to get me to swing on you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do I think that every... it's This is the do the right thing phenomenon, right? Okay. Right. I think a lot of people should watch that movie. Yes. You know? Yes. And I don't even necessarily like it that much. No, it's trash. It's not a good, it's, it's not, not a great, a great movie. movie. But I think it's, 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 oh, I think this is something everyone can, it teaches a valuable lesson. There you go. Oh. But even that is kind of like a little confused because what it's, what that tries to intone is that 
in anger, you speak what's actually in your heart. Like, and I think it's quite the opposite. When I, uh, when people are angry, sometimes they will say things exclusively to get a reaction. Yeah. And that's how I feel this whole country is right now with the lib tears and the, and the fucking conservative whatever. Like when we're, we're all trying to like troll each other all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo. Well, that can happen to you. I mean, like I've like like I said, I fall down like YouTube holes and it gets me thinking a certain type of way. And then like I walk away from the computer and I go, yeah, I don't know if it's all like that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you can. So, yeah, you're right in the sense that you might think something you're you're hateful your id, your your hateful part of yourself might think something ugly. And maybe if you're pushed far enough, you'll say it. But like you also have another part of your soul that goes, Oh, well, I don't actually mean that. Like I th- there's a more rational part of you that's like, no, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, or people are complex. And yeah, you, I think that's what it all comes down to. And, and you can hold a retrograde viewpoint or uh have an ugly thought and not actively apply it to your life. Yeah. In fact, that's how the world turns, my dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's how like whole cultures interact. Like, look, do I have a reservations about how uh, the Chinese government uh, conducts itself? One hundred percent. If I fall in love with a Chinese woman, you think I'm going to be like, <laughs> yeah? I don't know, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like. We got to start parsing the real from the from the internet fake bullshit, right? But yeah, I mean, like when when if we take it back to the uh, you know the way that in which we talk about things, like just I, I think with social media, like people are just obsessed with pleasing each other with with the fucking like currency. Well, it's it, it's it's that, but it's also like just it might not even be like currency. It's just afraid. People are afraid of getting yelled at. I think clout is a pocket pussy. What do you mean? It's just not real. Yeah. I mean, validation is is getting paid. Uh, your girl, your wife bringing home another woman on your birthday. These are like real validations. Like uh, likes. Likes. It might be well, it gives you I mean it's provenly it gives you a little serotonin drip. Yeah. So it's very real for for 10 hours and then it's gone forever. But imagine if you are actually accomplishing something. Did you see Sharon Stone got kicked off Bumble? <laughs> Wait, why? Sharon Stone was on Bumble? Sharon Stone is on Bumble. Yeah. But she got kicked off why? because she got reported so much because people thought the account must be fake. Oh, I see. But it was actually her? It was actually her. That's Although this funny. is probably all a work, like endorsed thing from Bumble, to be honest. It's probably all a work. But uh, yeah, she got kicked off of Bumble and then she tweeted at them and they're like, this is our bad, Sharon. <laughs> Please come back. But that's probably all the work. Sharon obviously. Stone. Basic instinct. Yeah. Yeah. She says she likes tall men. Okay. Well. Can't well, help you. I, I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty, that, that's what we call a, a basic attraction. It, he, <laughs> here's a question. Yeah. Sharon Stone hits you on Bumble. Uh-huh. You make 40 grand. She's worth, let's say, <laughs> let's say 12 mil. Yeah, at least. Uh, Shall oh you know what I'll do that I'll do the weird thing yeah do it Sharon Stone do net it. worth yeah, I'm gonna Google it. it yeah I'm guessing it's not that much unless she has some really great investments so uh, she uh, she says I like your vibe I, I'm kind of just 
I'm just in town. 60 million. Whoa. She's killing it. Killing it. Yeah. She must have got good back end royalties on those movies. So imagine. No, she never. Did you see the recent. Some screenwriter was doing it uh, for. Oh, the, the writer of Men in Black. Was, oh, I think so. Did you see that? Wait, what happened? He tweeted about, hey, I just got my uh, quarterly statement. Uh, it appears that Men in Black is still in the red because I haven't. I, they're never going to pay me. And then. He, oh, the new one. No. Oh, the old one? The old one. It's in the red? How's it possible? That's like an iconic movie now. Well, it's a hustle. This is the hustle. Is uh, If you've ever heard people that do receive tiny bits of back end from things, they always say it's pointless because unless your movie is Titanic, actually in Titanic, uh, uh, Cameron says he didn't make a dollar. Uh, How's that possible? Who made the dollar? The studio? Yeah. So what they do is they shift everything around so that uh, it's never making money. Record labels used to do this. Uh, they do it less now. But point is, uh, then he, a year later, he updates it to the original tweet and says, a response to his own tweet and says, just got my new statement now that the new Men in Black has come out. And, uh, you know, I, I get... So he does get some money from that. He probably gets like a lump sum from that uh, as the writing credit, as the story buy or whatever. Um, but... The for the original, he's like, it is now, according to this document, lost more money. How is that possible? Yeah, it's like it's fucking over 20 years old. That's impossible. Yeah, that I could don't, lose yeah. more money. Anyway, um, back to the thing Sharon Stone hits you, you're making 40 grand, she's worth 60 mil. Yes, do you feel an intense obligation to take her out for a very nice meal? I don't think it's possible. I don't think I could possibly you couldn't impress her. I couldn't. My bill would have to be forty grand for me to yes. impress her. Yes, and that's so what, what I make in a year. What do you do? Do you say, Sharon, I'm going to level with you? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. You seem like a cool woman. I, I'm just going to be frank with you. I'd like to do anything within my means to do for you, but I don't think I'm going to be able to impress you. How would you like to get a falafel and sit in the park? You think she says, "I like your candor and irreverence." Let me suck those balls. No, I get blocked. Yeah, exactly. Also, I might just say, Sharon, I appreciate it, but I have a girlfriend. Also, why am I on Bumble? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you never deleted it. Yeah, I, I, oh, I forgot to delete the app. <laughs> I'm sitting in a folder somewhere. Um, Yo, how many fucking shady ass dudes forgot to delete the app? Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, baby. I forgot to delete the app. <laughs> such a lie. <laughs> it would be such a lie. How many apps you got? Yeah, seriously. Um... Shit, man. I don't know. What else we got? I don't know. What else you got? We got to record a lot of these today. I know. We have to do more, so maybe that's where we cap it for this, right, we'll cap. For this edition. No, Although, ca- no cap. Yeah, no cap. Um, unless, uh, do you want to do messages? I think we got to save them for an all-message episode. We might episode. have to save them for an all-message episode. I think because we got to come in hard and heavy with like, to- like not uh, evergreen content. Mm. Ever- all right. Evergreen State University. Uh, Patreon.com slash Worst Possible Timeline. Do it. We're still doing the late night series. I see that we're getting closer to our next goal. Which, we are. We which, are. Which has me wearing a fucking uh, Cuban link. Yo, I'm going to take my shirt off after this episode. I want you to check out my little chest. I got little pecs. Okay. Um, imagine me with real pecs. Yeah. So pecs that like, because you got to develop your upper pec, by the way, everybody. Um, imagine me with real pecs. And some Cuban links. It would be disturbing because I feel like it's like, it's like, you, do you follow Tom Savini on Twitter? No. He's like 70. He is. But he's jacked. Is that real? And he posts oh, yeah. a lot of shirtless pics. So it's like, you look at the body and you're like, okay, like jacked old guy, 
that doesn't really make me feel anything. But then you look at like the old decrepit face yeah. and you're like, ugh, ugh, doesn't work, doesn't match. That's but, what I picture if I picture you buff. But here's the deal. What's the alternative? To just be decrepit and decrepit? No, no. I mean, you got to do it. Got to do it. You got to do it. No, God bless Tom Savini and, and, and anyone who, that, who works on their body, especially that late in the game, because it only gets harder oh as you get God. older, supposedly. So, suppose, okay, so I saw new science that says it's really hard to break the 30 pounds of muscle barrier. Most human beings aren't putting on more than 30 pounds of muscle. Uh, but if you think about that, that's a lot of fucking muscle. That's a shit ton of muscle. That's a shit ton of muscle. Yeah, yeah. So if if the average human being, the average human being won't get there, but if the average human being is physically capable of that without abusing steroids, that's still a monstrous human being. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's like that's got to be a full body thing. Like, yes, it's not yeah, oh, just sure. it's your You're, legs, it's your yes. butt, it's your it's your whole thing. Yes. So, but thirty's big. Thirty's really big. You got to spend a lot of days in the gym. You got to be uh, you got to be down in that cow cow protein powder. No, oh, yeah. You got to really be in it to win it. Eating full chickens and shit. Lean gains. I think it's even harder if you're if you're a vegan. Just because the amount of pro- like, I'm not saying it can't be done vegan. No, sure. I'm just saying but- you, the protein that you get from from eating meat you, is so much more plentiful. You know what I mean? Like you can eat a shit ton of chicken more than you can eat a shit ton of beans. I can eat a lot of beans. I know, I know. But I, I guess what I mean is like eating meat is like it's just so much of one thing packed into – you know what I mean? Like you'd have to eat a lot of beans and peanut butter. It's a convenient delivery me- method. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, everybody, uh, picture me with a little chest, Cub- a Cuban link on my naked chest because you know if I get a chest, I'm never wearing a fucking shirt. You know that for a fact. Well, you will if it's cold out. Nope. <laughs> no. You know, and you and I are relocating to Southern California. Yes, we are. God. We got to do it. God. Got to go. That's what it is. See, you know what? Maybe we'll talk about this more in the next episode. But would you say New York City is full on culture death? Yeah, no question. No question, right? I don't think there's an interesting thing happening here at all. I think we're it. <laughs> we might be. We it. might be we it. Might be we're it. the last bastion. This This recording studio is the last bastion of New York art. You know, I listen to the podcast dudes, like a bunch of comedians and shit, and they're pretty realistic about New York comedy. Uh, they think it's ass. They think it's like, like, like they think it's like quite a, and the ones that are sticking around are doing so because they're the top dogs here and that they believe that they can affect some change because they're the top dogs here. But like, and you know they enjoy that lifestyle of being the top dog here more than like going to, going to L.A. and starting kind of in the middle. Sure. Know? Yeah. But uh, it's interesting hearing them talk about it because the L.A. dudes are all in love with L.A. Like yeah. the, the L.A. comedy scene, they love the culture of the whole thing. And well, Tim you, Dillon was a, was a, was a New York guy, and now yeah. he's like firmly like I need to get back to L.A. immediately. Yeah, he says he hates New York. Now. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, well, I think it might have been Burr or it might have been Norton. It was some, some some old guard now part of the old guard. Um, him being like, dude, like working New York comedy in the nineties and like even the thousands was like fucking rough, like really difficult. And it, now he's like, what did he say? He's like now doing New York city is like working a, a women's college. Yeah. Like that. They're like, they're like when I would do fucking places on the lower East side, like that was a brutal room. Now it's like, it's, it's, it's a totally different game for I'm New a, York I'm city. Barnard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, 
All right, everybody. Continue to give us that Patreon money. Continue to hit us on socials. We appreciate the feedback. Stop calling Eric fat. Nobody, <laughs> nobody likes that. You're only encouraging them. Yeah, no, I know. Well, actually, you know what? I might prefer fat over like <laughs> right wing. Uh, yeah, you hate right wing, but you open yourself up to it because when I know. you said I hate it. I know, I know. People are like, yo, you do wild shit now where you'll be like, everybody, to show you I'm not right wing or, oh, yeah. or, or red pilled or whatever. I donated to Bernie. Yeah. I did. I saw you adopted a trans child. I did. What, to prove that you're not fucking right wing? Yes. Seems like a poor, <laughs> poor motivation. No, no, no. That, that child's going to have a weird life now. Obviously not why. Um but I did. I did. I did donate to Bernie. It's true. Congratulations, socialism. Give that old man some money. Yeah. Now, uh, my dad said something really funny that really it made me feel like an idiot. It really. He's my dad. My dad was just like, I don't donate to people who have more money than me. Uh, so I'm with him. <laughs> I know. I was like, damn, he's right. I'm with him. He's just. He's he's right. All anyway. Right. All right. Um. Yeah. Twitter.com uh, at WP Timeline. Patreon.com slash Worst Possible Timeline. Hit the phone. Uh. Five. Oh, fuck. What is it? Uh. Two oh five five oh nine. Nine seven eight five. Leave a message. Um, we're gonna do an all messages episode very soon, um, right. and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're gonna sit down twice a week, and I'm gonna bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.